Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Joel Bind Show. Sending love and warmth and compassion and grace your way, wherever you are in the world. And I'm inviting a sense of self acceptance for you as you move throughout your day and to become your own best friend and to love and accept whatever it is that's happening, whatever it is that is coming up in your internal and external world. Of course, that doesn't mean that we necessarily like it, but we can let go of controlling what is and step into accepting what is. I hope you've been gaining lots of value uh, from the show these past 10 episodes or so. Definitely going deep and grateful for you being on the journey. We're going to oscillate between these solo episodes and series as well as these interviews, as you may have noticed. So hope that's an enjoyable format for you and gives some variety and depth at the same time. So I want to start perhaps a three-part series that's going to go right to the root of the root. And it's on questioning your parents. And my intention at a meta level throughout this is to walk this tightrope between honesty and compassion. More and more, I believe that the integration of the values and needs and ideals of honesty and compassion is what the new vision for humanity boils down to. So as we embark on this, I want to invite compassion for any parts of you that come up that might feel prickly, that might feel resistance, that might feel guarded and so forth, and welcome that love and compassion for what is as we insert that honesty into the conversation to perhaps consume an honesty sandwich on compassion bread. <laughs> because I believe this is where it all, again, it all boils down to this. Because there's so many people who may be speaking the truth in this world, but they're in a right versus wrong paradigm. And that truth creates division in this world because it becomes otherizing and right versus wrong and it stimulates people's defenses and guards to protect themselves from feeling uncomfortable feelings and so forth. But the emphasis on honesty without compassion, that isn't helpful in terms of connection and growth and efficacy of human evolution because of that tendency to stimulate guardedness in people because no one wants to be 
seen as wrong or bad. And this paradigm is what keeps us stuck. At the same time, there are many people in this culture who are emphasizing empathy and compassion. And this is a very valuable solvent, a soothing ointment. However, if we are only engaging with that solvent, that ointment, without speaking the truth, then we're evading, then we're avoiding, then we're denying and disowning reality. We're not congruent with what the facts are. So there are many people in this culture who choose to turn away from truth and simply emphasize compassion, inclusion, and belonging, and being nice, right? There's another way to put it. Being considerate without being honest. Right? It ends up being not fully considerate because we need to merge both honesty and compassion. So that is my meta intention here in this, in this series on questioning your parents. This is going deep, and this is the culmination of a, a very long and devoted journey, if you will, for myself over the past 15 years. And as this podcast goes on, and maybe even this series goes on, you'll hear more and more about my journey. But I want to invite that, that meta-awareness and meta-intention as we go deep. Because if you truly begin to question your parents, then you truly begin to look at the truth. And if you begin to look at the truth with the lens of self-acceptance, self-empathy, and self-compassion, you are evolving the human species. So today I want to spotlight A, the fact that you don't owe anything to your parents. And if you believe you owe something to your parents as an adult child, you're stuck in this paradigm of self-sacrifice. You're stuck in a paradigm of obligation that inhibits your freedom, your autonomy, and your aliveness. If you are stuck believing that just because your parents raised you, you owe them a phone call, just because your parents raised you, you owe seeing them and investing in their relationship, then you're stuck in a certain mentality. Now that can feel difficult to swallow. But I'm not saying, I'm not saying the SH word in any context. The SH word is a word that is the most violent word in the English language, as Marshall Rosenberg put it, S-H-O-U-L-D. I don't even want to say it because it's my least favorite word. But I'm not saying the SH word about your relationship to your parents. I'm not saying you have any particular duty 
to do anything or to not do anything. You are completely free. What I am inviting is letting go of obligation when it comes to your relationship with your parents. And recognizing that, and this goes to all relationships, when you let go of obligation and recognize that you don't owe anybody anything and nobody owes anything to you. That can be hard to swallow, but it's liberating. Because once you realize that you don't owe anybody anything and nobody owes you anything, then you can actually make choices based on value and joy and intrinsic motivation and honesty, self knowledge and self-honesty. And you can build relationships based on that honesty and trust that if you're investing in that relationship, you are completely owning from your own self-interest that you choose to be in that relationship, that you choose to be there. So I want to connect the dots with this deeply personal thing back up to the macro which is our new vision for humanity based on wholeness and freedom and, and honesty and compassion and, and aliveness and creativity and collaboration and no deference to authority. So it's connecting these dots between your relationship to your parents and the existence of top-down institutions in this, in this world. As you begin to connect those dots, you begin to free yourself and free, free the human species and evolve the human species. Now, maybe you've already made some progress on this, on this journey of your own. But to really, like you, maybe you already are feeling a sense of joy in your relationship to your parents and there's no ounce of obligation. But Either way, I invite you to become explicit about this, this philosophical understanding about the relationship to one's parents and the existence of top-down institutions in this culture. Because this authority piece is what's keeping humans back. Let's, let's fall in line and be a good citizen, a good boy, a good girl, right? Pay your taxes, Follow the rules, do what you're supposed to do. And that is inhibiting human freedom and flourishing. The existence of these top-down institutions known as government, centralized government, you could call it. Now we, we have a need for order and need for stability and predictability. And the question is, do we need top-down paradigms? to to do that we need taxation which is saying pay this money to this group of people or else right it's a punishment paradigm and that's all manifestation of our relationship to authority as children right so these 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 individuals who are initiating this top-down authority in these institutions, they're, they're trying to get their needs met. 
they've learned, they have beliefs, they, they've, they've learned that this is the way to get their needs met because of their own conditioning growing up in this culture. So we can invite compassion for them as well. We can invite compassion for every single person on this planet, every single part of everyone, every single person's psyche on this planet. We can invite that compassion, but it's, it's integrating this honesty about the facts that this obedience to authority is deeply wired in to all of us in this culture, broadly speaking. It's obey your parents. It's listen to your parents. Do what, you, do what you're supposed to do. Follow the rules. And then it's teachers. It can be religious leaders. It can be politicians. Now, I'm just seeking to highlight the this un, untouched truth. My friend Wes Bertrand calls it the elephant in the room, the elephant in the room of this culture. That this obedience to authority and this, this, another way I put it is the spine of the skeleton of this culture is the existence of these top-down institutions, existence of, of government specifically, existence of centralized state-controlled government, right? As opposed to bottom-up spontaneous systems of self-government self-governance, right? Self-regulation and trust and harmony. So I know I'm dropping a lot to swallow here, but I'm not wasting time. I'm not going to beat around the bush too much because I really want to evolve the human species so that we can end violence and we can create loving, wholesome paradigms. We can end coercion. We can end the corruption. So I'm going right into this untouched truth because I deeply care about children and I deeply care about human well-being. And so, again, I invite, I invite meta-awareness about your own your own body as you listen to these types of episodes what's coming up what's coming up in your your consciousness in your physiology is there a sense of guardedness or fear adrenaline if that's there we can invite compassion to that because it's all a manifestation of unprocessed childhood experience and we can love that inner child i'll tell you right now that i i love your inner child i love all all the wonderful beautiful wholesome innocent children in this world and that includes the inner child of all the adults in this world I choose to send love to all the inner child, all the inner children in this world. So question your parents. It goes back to looking at the truth of your childhood 
to understand how your mind wasn't nurtured to think for itself. How the do this because I said so type of psychology was instilled in your environments. Now, everyone has different degrees of severity with this. And maybe you are a unicorn and you happen to be this exceptional, have this exceptional childhood where all your needs were met in abundance and your autonomy was encouraged and your choice was encouraged and you were unschooled and you got to play and you got to express yourself and you were really fully securely attached. I don't believe that anyone ever in human history has fully experienced that. But you may be someone who had a more, a more fruitful childhood. Or you had a quite difficult childhood. Of course, you can refer to resources like the Adverse Childhood Experience study the 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 quiz was a 10 question quiz this is pretty mainstream to just ask yourself 10 questions about your childhood that reveal reveal some of the the degree of severity right but you might even get a zero on that test and i would still say that you experience traumatic experience because and again, I'm very meta aware that what I'm saying is is really never been said before, in the way that it's been, um, that I, in the way that I'm presenting it. Um, so, regardless, I mean, it has been said before, in in certain ways, but I'm really seeking to emphasize the nonviolent communi non violent communication lens of compassion integrated in with this honesty. There have been people who have spoken this type of truth. I'm really seeking to bring this integrated integrated package of honesty and compassion for the child self. So when it comes back to questioning your parents, right, as adults and letting go of obligation, it's recognizing that this cultural pressure to have a relationship with your parents is a manifestation of, of really denying the child self in the culture. So what we want to do is team with our child self and recognize his needs, her needs, his feelings, her feelings, and get access to that. Rather than denying and disowning parts of yourself, denying and disowning this child self. So much of this pressure to have a relationship with your parents, no matter what, that you might experience some sense of duty and obligation to your parents as an adult is because we've repressed or suppressed the child's needs. Now, it could very well be the case that you could have a healthy relationship with your parents as an adult. And I hope you have that. <laughs> I hope you have that. Uh, 
And again, I'll be sharing more about my story with all this. But the question is, are you having the relationship out of any sense of obligation? And if you are, what is underneath that? What emotions are underneath that in your psychology, in your being? So there might be repressed anger, for example, because your need for autonomy and respect was not nurtured as a child. How often were you punished? That could be severe, that could be physical, or that could be just being told to go to your room. That is a, a top-down punishment strategy that is not nurturing the respect of the child. Now, you can look into parenting authors like Dan Siegel, and he'll explain other strategies to address children when they act in certain ways that might be getting in the way of the parents' needs. We can, we can build relationships with our children without using punishment timeouts or any sort of punishment strategy. But we do this as parents in this culture because of that's how we are parented. So again, inviting compassion for any choices that you've made with your own parent, with your own kids, or whatever. Believe me. I've, I'm not a parent yet, but I've worked with children a lot and I've had my, my, unprocessed, un, my unprocessed childhood experience project out onto my interactions with children in the past. So we can just step back. Again, I want to integrate this solvent of compassion because all of this is really, really sort of tapping at this tender organ in our psychologies, if you will. So we need to couch it and love it and hug it, hug this cactus. Because this is all because this cycle of traumatic experience that's passed down generation after generation after generation after generation unconsciously. And it's here in this new, new emerging era in the 2020s, with so many shifts happening, people are beginning to raise consciousness, but it be, it, it's essential for us to go right into this tender organ and look at the truth and couch it in loving compassion and recognize that our parents did what they did because that's what happened when they were kids. Now, they're still responsible for their choices, but we can actually understand this mechanism of the cycle of trauma this shadow that because it doesn't see the light, because it's not talked about, because we don't have the courage to look at the truth, it goes on and on and on, unprocessed, that shadow, and it's passed down to the next generation. It's the courage to look at the truth with loving arms that skyrockets the evolution of all of humanity. So, question your parents begins with 
asking yourself questions with loving kindness about your childhood. And you can refer to the work of Nathaniel Brandon in his book, Breaking Free. If you go to my friend Wes Bertrand's podcast, Complete Liberty Podcast, he read the entire book, Breaking Free, by Nathaniel Brandon on the podcast. And in that book, there's 24 questions that Brandon presents to ask yourself about your childhood environment, about your parents. So I will link to that in the show notes, that that audio read with, with Wes's commentary as well. That's a, that's, a, that's a place to start. Nathaniel Brandon's work is a place to start. His book, The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem and Breaking Free and Honoring the Self and, and many others. The Art of Living Consciously. Right? The Art of Living Consciously really spotlighting, like, are we actually conscious of what is, of what exists in our inner reality? Not just, the out, not just our outer reality, but the inner reality of our psyche. So when we begin to truly live consciously, that means actually looking in the closet of our childhood and asking yourself, was my mind and capacity to think for myself respected? Was my emotional experience valued and seen and celebrated and nurtured? These are the honest questions. Again, we can do this beyond shame and blame beyond right versus wrong, beyond good versus evil. As the poet Rumi said, and as Marshall Rosenberg echoed, beyond right doing and wrong doing is a field, I'll meet you there. Will you meet me in the field beyond right doing and wrong doing and have an honest and compassionate conversation about what happened to you growing up? And being mindful, by the way, of this idea that a part of you may want to present as an opposition to looking at your childhood, which is, my parents did the best they could. My parents did the best they could. My parents did the best they could. Inviting awareness of that phrase and curiosity, curiosity towards that part part of you. If that part of you is saying that, well, my parents did the best they could. Oh, this and this and this went went, went fine. And, you know, I turned out okay. And, okay. Can we be meta aware that this is a part of you that may be making this statement, not the true self in you? The true self wants to examine every part of your, your psyche. The true self has no qualms about looking at the truth. There could be a protector part of you if we go back to what I've talked about in the parts, needs, and meaning series about parts. And we have this protector part, perhaps, that might, might want to say, well, my parents said the best they could. Is that part of you the true self? Or, well, it's not by definition. When you say that, is that your true self? Or is it a part of you? And then is that part of you feeling guarded? That's the question to invite, right? Are you feeling guarded? And then you say, this part of you says, this part of you takes over the steering wheel of your psyche and says, my parents did the best they could. 
The question is, is there any part of you underneath that guarded part that is an exiled part, right? Is a, tra is a traumatic, traumatized, wounded part that needs love and integration, right? So it's, it's very deep stuff, y'all. It's very, very deep stuff. And so I appreciate you being here. If you're, if you're still listening and there's some part of you that is awakening or curious or desires this continued growth. Because it's easy to, to, to just turn away, right? It's like Plato's cave. Like we, we, everyone's in the cave and that's normal, right? We just, this is life. We're just in the cave. And then I, I'm here. I'm saying, hey, look, look, there's all this light outside of here. And then the protector parts want to just stay inside the cave. What are you talking about? No, this is, this is how, this is how, this is how life is. We're just going to stay here. If you've, if you've listened this far though, I think that you've, uh, You've got some curiosity in you about what's what's a new way of being here on the on planet Earth, this incredible sphere that's flying through this galaxy. I mean, is there a new way that could be more enriching, that could get our needs met, that could be more life serving and, and healthy and wholesome and honest and compassionate and creative and alive and expressive and vibrant and connected? and free, exciting. Because that is actually the fruits of the labor. Like the more you do the self-integration work and you look at the truth, the more you get to experience the joy and aliveness and honesty and wholeness. Being real, being authentic. But it's going to take some effort, you know? I, I would say, I would say. Maybe that's a belief I have, but it certainly took me effort. And it's gonna, it's a continued journey for me, but I've it's been a 15-year journey. That's the the heaviest parts are in the past, I'll just say. But um question your parents, like your parents did the best they could. Did they really? Now they may have done the best they can. Given the fact that they had programming, they had unprocessed experience. And it's a very subtle thing to talk about. I was just talking to my friend about this the other night. Like, what does it mean the best they could? It's a very widely defined phrase. So there's different ways to break that down. So we, we can have compassion. I mean, Eckhart Tolle in his book, The Power of Now, he talks about, well, maybe your parents because of their own, you know, they're blocked off from their own true nature, that their, their actions, maybe that's a mental illness. Maybe they actually, you can look at it as someone who has mental illness to a degree. And if someone with a mental illness, would you actually fault them for that? Well, it goes back to this difference between fault and responsibility, right? It's like maybe they were 
because of their programming, they were doing the best they could with the program that they had. So it wasn't their fault. But it's still their responsibility. They still did it. Whatever the thing was, whatever the things were. So the question is, did they really do the best that they could? Did they really do it? Can, if, we can, if we can almost let go of let go of the fault thing entirely and just, just look at the truth, did they choose to really engage their mind and to think and parent consciously? But, you know, at the end of the day, the best that they could thing, it's not really that valuable to me. It's really about the the truth. Because whether that was the best or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter so much because what just matters is what happened. (laughs) What happened? Did your needs get met? They didn't. Okay, so let's... Let's integrate that. I mean, it's pretty simple. We can kind of lighten up about it in a sense. Like, hey, you can love your parents, but you still want to love yourself too. You still you can love your parents as an adult, but you still want to love your inner child. And that means really accessing, accessing that inner child and, and advocating for it and not letting yourself be a slave. This is the thing, like, we're in a culture where people are, there's a lot of slave speak. I mean, even the idea of like you owe, you owe taxes, like you don't owe taxes, right? That the taxes are aggression against you as, and your property, which we can get into in the future. Um, But that, like, you don't owe anybody. Like, that's just a manifestation of this, this top-down authority, authority psychology. So you don't owe anything to your parents. And if we want to break through this and actualize a new humanity that's based on bottom-up spontaneous systems of decentralization and wholeness and aliveness and trust and harmony and not fear and top-down do this because I said so, then we need to look at our parents. When you look at this stuff, when you look at this stuff, yeah, it's not the only thing. There's lots of different ways that this culture is evolving, I believe. I'm optimistic, but I believe it's essential that we look at this. Otherwise, we're always going to be turning towards some authority. Some authority to tell us what to do in some way. So we can actually bust through this and we can say, hey, fellow humans, Let's cooperate and collaborate. That's our true nature. That's the whole, the wholesome and beautiful world that's possible. But it invites us to question the truth of our childhoods. That's, that's what I believe. Very, very much so. Now, you're, you're free to email me and you know, tell me why I'm incorrect about X, Y, and Z. I'm, I'm not opposed to hearing you know, your stance on things. It's just what I just always volley back with people is what I said in earlier episodes is like, at what point does the philosophy get 
blocked by the, your psychology? Are you are you projecting your own protector parts when you when you want to argue a new point? Again, think for yourself. Of course, I want you to think for yourself. How could I be off the mark about truth here? Please tell me. I'm a philosopher. I want to hear what the truth is. But I also invite you to be aware a mental, at a mental level what your psychology is. Are you are you engaging in confirmation bias so that you can avoid the pain of looking at your childhood? So, thanks for listening, y'all. I know it's deep. I know it's deep. But you're you're you got this. You're a rock star. You're amazing. Much love your way. Much warmth. And thank you for your willingness to open yourself up to these ideas and your willingness to go to bat for your inner child and become your authentic self, full of aliveness and happy, happiness and joy and freedom. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.